podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Number one, thank you for tuning in. Number two, we're so happy to have you. Um, Here we are yet another Wednesday trying to figure out like what makes us thrive the most. More importantly, if you're here for a second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth time, you... It's worth you knowing that this, none of this is possible without you. And so I, I can't share it enough. I just can't say it enough. This is why so many of the, these opportunities to get in front of you are so important to me, uh, because it's our fellowship time. And honestly, I look forward to it, even though it comes around so fast. Uh, but, um, y'all. Welcome back. This podcast, if you're new here, this podcast was created and brought to you to be the boost in the middle of your week to help you conquer, uh, maybe uplift and tackle the obstacles that stand in your way on a weekly, daily, monthly, yearly basis. And so we just, we want to walk alongside whatever you're doing, um, with your, aspirations and your goals, right? Or just a little coach, a little cheerleader, if you will. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, But today we're going to talk about truth, right? More about the truth. What is it? How does it impact us? Why does it matter? Um, And I just have to say it, good people, whatever truth you own doesn't necessarily own you. Um, And This week, I'm going to take a deeper dive into um, that idea of truth and habits as they relate to that quote unquote truth. Um, And this conversation this week is actually being delivered up, served up um, as an adaptation from the book, Stop Doing That Shit, right? By by Gary John Bishop Uh, is actually, that's the name of the book. Uh, and it says in self-sabotage. And again, it's by Gary John Bishop. And so there are parts of our truth that, you know, just jumping right in, there's parts of our truth that we had absolutely no control over, right? Let's, let's name a few, um, where we grew up, uh, where we were born, um, the socioeconomic status of my family, uh, race, uh, what era I was born in. So, um, obviously your age, you kind of don't have control over that. Right. Um, so what era I was born in, whether it were the fifties or the sixties or the seventies or the eighties or the nineties or the two thousands, right? Just, you don't get to pick those things. And somehow, some way it could be easy to claim to be a victim to those truths that you just have no control over. Um, however, you're still on the hook, good people. You're still on the hook for the quality and success of your life and the aftermath of your healing and the process thereafter. You're still on the hook for those things. So while I could very much blame 
my inability to have access to tech in my youth years, which is why I'm not a significant and grand coder today. Well, there are aspects of that that are true, but I'm still on the hook for what my outcomes are. Like I'm still the one that should be in charge for what those outcomes look like. And so in the book, when um, Gary John Bishop was talking about this sort of sequence of the truth, he he went on to talk about um, how there are so many things that can impact my perspective of how I'm living life, including this concept by Martin Heidegger, a German philosopher who is known for his contributions on phenomenology, uh, hermeneutics, and existentialism. So, whoa, those are crazy big words. Crazy, crazy big. I know. Did that even make sense? So, you know, I used to study philosophy and um, it just makes me perk up because I enjoy the deep thinking stuff. But simply put, existentialism is like a philosophical theory or approach which emphasizes the individual, you and myself, us as individuals, as a responsible and free agent to determine their own development through our individual will. Simply put, we have the ability and the agency to make choices that develop ourselves. Boom, drop mic, right? Why I gotta be all linguistic like that? You know, have you ever sat down and read a philosophical text and felt like, why you got to say all that? Why couldn't you just say it like this, right? I feel like that all the time. But anyways, thank you for sharing in my sentiment. But anyways, um, Martin Heidegger talks about this concept of thrownness, thrownness. And this thrownness is everything that I mentioned before is the, the set of circumstances we were raised with and that they were out of our control. Uh, and we were just essentially, we were thrown into those circumstances. We were thrown into that situation. We were thrown into that family, if you will. Um, and, and some of those things again are where we're born or who our family is or what our neighborhoods are or are not. Um, maybe our accents, if we have one or our race or gender, and it, the list can go on and on. We were forced to adopt those circumstances or those situations. And to no fault of our own, we, we just had to make it work, right? We, there's a part of us that just had to deal with it um, and come to terms with it as we were living it. And that could be equally known as acceptance, right? We don't have to agree with what we went through, but it is a process that we may use so that we don't give up. It also means we have to recognize what it is and what it is not. He goes on to talk about how much we get caught up on our truth, our truth, but that's my truth. So I'm living by my truth, which is great. That's great. But your truth is only one perspective of who you are. Your truth is only the construct by which you've experienced. Your truth may be 
could be the thing that is limiting you from greater and better and beyond. Now that was, that was interesting to me, good people. Um, he goes on to talk about this idea of acceptance and that acceptance is just simply understanding what things were and what they were not, right? If something terrible happened or you were forced into a situation or something devastating has happened to you, again, accepting it for what it was, but that it doesn't have to have a stronghold over your life unless you allow it, right? And so he moves on to talk about it. He said, acceptance of anything could be a pathway for change if you want it to be. It doesn't mean you agree with it. It just means that you can see it for what it is and what it is not and what purpose it either will or will not have in your life currently. Because after all, it happened, which means it occurred in the past. And so good people, we can end up burdening ourselves by trying not to accept things as they actually are. Self-sabotage, that's the epitome of self-sabotage. Even if you work to pursue that dream or run that business or achieve success, like massive success while doing it, we can still burden ourselves by trying to not accept things the way they are or like blindsiding, maybe that's denial, or by accepting things that really just are not, at least are not anymore. And I know that was a bit complicated. So he goes on, let, let's try to simplify it here. There's a another French philosopher, Jean-Paul Sacre, Jean-Paul Sacre, um, and he is known for his quote, his quotable quote of freedom is what we do with what has been done to us. I'll say it again. Freedom is what we do with what has been done to us. So again, some of us have been through some terrible, 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 terrible things that you just don't even want to mention because you were thrown into a situation that you had absolutely no control over and it just happened to you. And again, like I bow in the fullest of respects to the things that you've been through and what you've overcome even to this date. And there are just some things where it's just unfortunate. It's an unfortunate disposition. It's an unfortunate set of circumstances, which I'm sure all of us can think of a time or two where it was unfortunate. There's some others of us that have a lifelong of those unfortunate circumstances. And so for that, that quote is, is very strong is, and simply it's because we've gone through many things, we've seen things and made, some of us have made a many things out of absolutely nothing and we can be tired. Like right now I'm tired, right? And that's okay. You should rest. But while you are resting, the facts, the facts are this, no matter what you've been through, those experiences do not define you. Rather, they be failures at work, at home, in relationships and beyond. Those relationships do not define you. Those processes or situations or circumstances do not define your very existence. The person you are today is not a function of what happened to you in the past. 
like whatever those mistakes you made or if mistakes happen to you um, because of others, the person you are today is not a function of what happened to you, but rather they are a function by which truths you hold on to. I am fill in the blank because fill in the blank, right? You see how last week and the week before are starting to come together. Now, again, I think these things resonated with me this week that people is because at the end of the day, when it's just you and, and you alone with your thoughts and your desires and your will for your life and the things that you want or the things that you don't. I'm sure we could all imagine what such a life could be like. But then there was something that was really strong that stood out to me when I was going through the book. And it was just this idea of maybe the truth that I am operating within is the truth that is also holding me back. And I can resonate with that because if I'm not comfortable with something, I may not be so willing to go out and try to be new at it, right? Um, I had a conversation with a friend a couple months, months back and this friend so willingly highlighted to me like, hey, I was afraid of failing in front of people, so I just didn't try. And that hit my core. And a part of that person's truth was, I had never done this stuff before. I didn't grow up with all that education and knowledge and I just don't feel equipped. It wasn't until they got in there and started trying that they realized, hey, I can be good at this. I don't have to live under the umbrella of I have no education and therefore I cannot be good. The same truth that that person was willing to operate in was a getting ready to ruin them from an opportunity to earn better money and a better situation, all from holding on to their truth. So I challenge you good people, when you think about it, your truth only belongs to you. It's your version. It's established. There's no erasing your truth. You guys are the kings and or queens or gender neutral persons, gender fluid persons who own your truth. However, and this could be a bubble burster, your truth is also just one angle of the perspective, unfortunately. Um, And that's hard, right? Because... I'm, I'm, if you know me personally, you know that I'm, I love going on record saying straight facts or something like period, right? Because I'm just making a point, but through and through, even though I'm making those points, it's still just perspective. Again, all I aim to ever do is add value in the form of perspective, give you another way to see how you can get over that obstacle or that barrier. And sometimes it may prick a little bit because it's, it's, growth never happened in the comfort zone. It always happens when you're pushed outside of it. And sometimes that push outside means that I have to stop operating within some version of the truth that I know, right? 
One thing that we do know is that our truth, no matter what it is or what you've come from or how you've built up and on from here, is that your truth lives on through you. And if your truth lives on through you, not only do you see it from your lens, but it has the power to either empower or victimize. And so again, I say like this week, as we look at it, you're on the hook. You're on the hook for how your truth lives out through you. Whether it is something that you hold on to because of your thrownness or something that you find yourself liberated from because you've accepted it for what it was, how it may or may no longer serve you and how you are in fact empowered to make choices against it and move on or choices with it to grow up. So what will be your truth? Hey, good people, that's all I have for you this week. I know that was a little bit deeper thinking than we like to go. Um, You know, it's okay to go superficial a few weeks and then go deep a couple. Um, I really do appreciate your time, your energy, and your effort. Um, I hope you stay tracking with us. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope you had a chance to enjoy it. Um, They get a little hard to write when they're so deep because making sense of it. And it's like, ah, Um, but I'd love to hear what you thought. Send me an email, jz at midweekmuscle.com. You can reach out to me via any social media platform and or you can just drop me a line however you feel most comfortable. However, whatever you end up doing through this week, I hope that you can identify one truth, one truth that you can accept it for what it is and what it is not and keep going. And for that, I'll say hearts up so that we may never give up. Good people, you're doing a great work out there. And I just challenge you, not necessarily to do more, but always to do better than you did yesterday. Thank you so much. And uh, have a good rest of your week. And this time next week, same place, same time. Meet you here. And I can't wait until then. Um, And for now, we'll see you later. And as always, let's go.